astrology yeah. and you have, you have less years. Like okay. ooh, yeah. one year in the portal is like three years outside the portal. It's like Probably. interstellar. Exactly. Exactly. Interstellar. So we should do, oh, we should, we should have done, a, we should do an Oscar show for John. Y'all don't even it, know any of the Oscars. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Top Gun should win. Yeah. It's, it's not, not. but it will not win. No, it should. There's no it's, way. How, how could it not? It was the best movie of the year by far. Those and kind of movies never wasn't. win. It had heart. It had. It doesn't soul. mean it shouldn't. It should win. It should win. They just keep getting screwed over. So, the way it goes, they always get the. They second. get some random movie sometimes that you've never watched. You're like the Color Blue. Yeah. yeah. By Morgan A. Hill. <laughs> wow. Are you, are you trying to meet like the color purple? That isn't a movie. That, no. They did win some Oscars. Yeah. John, I, I got ask you, John. Since you do like movies, do you watch the Oscars? I try to, yeah. Okay. That's it wasn't a wasn't it being ugly. I didn't know if you like. No, no, no. I, I, you can't some, help being ugly. You're already that. Dang. John is ugly. You're right. No, he's not you. You said I don't mean to be ugly. So he's talking uh, about you. Wow. No, it, it was, was, it was, it was, it was you. You said something. you're ugly. No, no, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay, so you used to watch the. You do watch it, or you used to watch the. Yeah, I mean, I, if I. If I can, I sit down and watch them. Okay. Maybe not every minute of it, but and even my family, we used to, I used to do the, like, my kids don't know any of the movies or most of them. And I would print out like a ballot and they would just like randomly pick stuff with, <laughs> especially when they were real little and they would be like, I don't know, let's just pick this one. And then sometimes they would win and it would be funny just because the, they would just pick random things. Do you, have you ever watched some of the movies and thought some of the nominees and you're like, this person should definitely win and they didn't get it? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, you can, but it's like, it's almost like with in sports and stuff, like you kind of know trends and stuff like you're, like you're saying, okay, Top Gun, that was everyone's favorite movie. We all, everyone watched it two times in the theater all during the summer, but then you, you just kind of know like, okay, well, the Oscar normally goes this way. Yeah. They, they tend to go toward these kind of artsy, you know, highbrow movies or maybe a, right. an, an actor or an actress that hasn't won one yet. That sort of thing. Paying toenail by Jim so, Johnny. You can definitely kind of like see trends. Interesting. Oh, they always say that the Golden Globes is like a precursor for like who's actually going to win the Oscar too. Is that is that noticeable trend? Is that a, a straight line between the two? Yeah. Well, they'll have it's Golden Globes and a bunch of other stuff uh, before the Oscars, and then you can kind of get a, a good feel from how those are going. But so it's not Top Gun always. won the Golden Globe, right? I have no idea. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't even know if they've had them yet. No. Well, the only, the only uh, movie so far, or I guess the movies I should have excited for is Oppenheimer for sure, and uh-huh. then Ant Man, and then the DC movies that are coming out too. Man, Creed Creed Three's out in March. Oh, I do want to see that. It's gonna look. It looks good. Yeah, he fights Kang. <laughs> <laughs> that, that dude is in every yeah, he, movie. That dude's year. popping all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. So, no. He can't Have you seen me. the previews to um, the George Foreman movie? I saw that today, actually. That looks yeah, really I'm good. Seen that. Yeah. I heard today there's a Michael Jordan biopic coming out this year. Oh, really? In in April? Just because The Last Dance today. did so well? Or why? I don't know. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. 
But it's got Matt Damon. As Michael Jordan? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be like Ooh. really bad. No, he's, he like playing, he's playing Jerry West. Not Jerry West. Um, Jerry, Jerry West. Uh, wow, that'd the, be pretty uh, old. The GM. It's GM. Reinsdorf? Yeah, he's playing Reinsdorf. Oh, I thought you are going to be like Bill Whitworth or something. Or <laughs> Who's going to play Jordan? <laughs> Who's going to play Jordan? Uh, his son. Uh, his son can play Jordan. Uh, Maybe Jordan. Oh, not Michael could play. Not Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan. Yeah, they slim him down. Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Who knows? Yeah. He's too That'd big. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. Yeah, he's, he's too big. <laughs> he's a little short. He's not that tall. Oh. But he's gotten buff since he's been doing yeah, he's, too, the he's too big. Creed movies. I just like the first Creed movie so far. Or that's the only one Creed was so great. Far. The first one was amazing. The second one was okay. I enjoyed it. But the third yeah. one looks good. I hope mm-hmm. so. So. It's, it's, not following, it's, not following, it's, it's not following the same Rocky. Yeah, I was going to say. It's in the Rocky universe. You can't go wrong with that. I bet Rocky dies in this one, though. I, I don't think he's going to be in this one. I, I think, saw I something because worse. he's dead. Well, no, they said Stallone is, he's, he was actually kind of bad mouthing this one. He said he's done with it and he's kind of angry that like they've kind of pushed him out. Yeah. That's what that he was is, saying. I thought he didn't oh, really? have any creative, any mm-hmm. creative uh, part of that. Yeah. He said, yeah. He, he tweeted out or said something that like, uh, Franchise is not mine anymore. They're doing whatever they want. Yeah. Good luck. And he's wow. Like, well, that sucks. So he won't even be in the third one. Yeah. This is like out of the Rocky universe. It's not even. What if the they Rocky. kill him off? They're like, okay, well, we don't want him in here. We'll just kill him off. That's terrible. That'd be horrible. You can't kill Rocky. Rocky never dies. Yeah. Rocky, Rocky and never... Rambo, actually. You can't kill either one. <laughs> he's both. They should, a, they should do a crossover. <laughs> Rocky meets Rambo? Rocky meets Rambo. <laughs> They're wow. both retired in some nursing home, uh, and they team up as some sort of, you know, like uh, back in the day when Schwarzenegger and, and uh, Stallone did their movies. They isn't, team up as two old guys, and they're going off. Doing isn't that the Expendables? Isn't that the yeah, Expendables? Yeah, but it's, gonna, it's, it's, it's Rocky and, and Rambo, and there's some, some, some sort of Harry, nursing didn't home. didn't you – last week, did you say something about the first 10 minutes of the show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Hey, this is all sports. This and is, here we are again. Here we are again. Here's just going to be chopping. Cut, cut, cut. This is totally sports related. How is this not sports related? It's a great movie. It's when we talk about Rudy. This is the same thing. Uh, Rudy. All these other great movies. We Come should on talk now. about Rudy. Yeah. Let me ask my question now. Uh, let's do this Rudy? part first. Let's do this one part first. Let me do this one part first. So, all right, everybody. As usual, we talk about crap in the first 10 minutes of the show, but this is off our game. So what do you expect? This is episode number 135. If you like the uh, movie talk, you can... Uh, reach John at email at offourgame.com and he would be happy to uh, happy to uh, help you with any Oscar or movie recommendations uh, going he, on. He so, will set up a personal meeting with you. Really? Yes, he will. He'll do a personal Zoom with the first person who uh, emails. John, are you? I didn't know you were offering that, John. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I think you have to say that with more confidence. And we, you get a, you get a five to ten minute Zoom, and we just talk about movies. Okay. All right. All right. Sure. All right that's good. All right, first person, first, first person to email. Uh, make sure we keep in track of that, Mullins. He will top of that email. Yep, I'll, I'll stay uh, on top of it. I'll stay. <laughs> what if, what if we come back next week and there's like twenty five emails? Then you uh, got to talk to twenty people. That's right. Yeah. You do. You got to take it for the team. Ten minutes apiece. Yep. Then I'm going solo and having my own movie podcast. <laughs> yeah. well, not, just, that we tried just, that. 
It's just talk to John uh, podcast about movies. Wow. Like one guest a week, and then we just talk about movies. Is your wow. name Movie John? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> movie John. Is that like Stormy Fronts? Movie John? Yeah, John. exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'll goodness do a weather podcast. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay, let's get through our normal stuff so that Cook can ask his question. Uh, famous 35, gentlemen. Charles uh, Barkley? Or was he 34? 34, I thought. Frank okay. Thomas. Yep. Frank. Ooh. Ooh. That's a big hurt. Nice. It's a big hurt. Yeah. A big hurt. Cook, Damn. you should know one. Yep. Uh, Same sport. Yeah. Really fast. Totally. Really fast. He wore Come your on. colors. Come on. He you stole got a lot of bases. Green. You got oh, Anderson. Yeah. He was 24. Uh, it says here 35. 35. He, yeah. No. Uh, uh, Maybe you're getting old. No, Ricky Henderson. You don't remember anything anymore. Well, well, well on while this he's doing list, that, he's got 35. Yeah, yeah, 35? he wore 24 with the Oakland with Oakland A's. Hmm. Let's see what this says. There was a 35, but that it was Dave Henderson, I think. Now this is Ricky. Ricky Henderson. wore 24. Let's see. Oh, he he wore 35 at some point. Interesting. I wonder why I wore 35. Yeah, it's just oh, right here. There's some other ones too. Oh. Yogi Berra. Um, uh, Verlander. I thought he was 42. Oh, Kevin Durant's a good one. Kevin Durant, whatever. Maybe whatever. He's a big diva. I don't know. Why makes you I don't say like that? Kevin Durant. Wow. I didn't even know we were going to. That's early in the show already. I don't I'd like punch him in the yeah. face. There it God is. dang! There it is. Here we go. There <laughs> we go. Uh, Sports-related punch in the face, not like yeah. Sure, I'm sure that's exactly what you mean. So, oh, the great and an, uh, Aeneas Williams. All right, uh, Cook. Oh God! It says Henderson wore 35 for his first stint with the A's, 79 to 84. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. And then when there he came go. back, I didn't start uh, watching Oakland until like 86. So, so you missed the 35 days. Yeah. Way to go. You're, you're supposed to be an Oakland Ace historian, though, at the same time. You should know that. Yeah. I uh, thought you've been watching them since they started. I'm not you. No, we, we've <laughs> discovered you're actually older than me. That's true. We did do that. No, we haven't. Yeah, we, that happened be, on the last show. Fake. And that'd be fake news. <laughs> no. You're the only one on this podcast over 50. <laughs> wow. Dang. Dang. <laughs> You go with shots today, dude. Well wow. over. Well, John well, say well over. <laughs> I mean, you're also the only documented highlighter on the team, too. So that's true. That's true. I mean, you could be 50 centuries old for all we know. I saw, you know, those uh, those stickers that people have for uh, like, you know, their kids or their family, you know, on the back mm-hmm. of the cars. Yeah, on the back yeah. of the cars. Somebody uh that I saw this picture it was uh somebody driving was is it nissan that makes the highlander mm-hmm. uh, the suv yeah i think you're right mm, I don't know. Well, whoever it is that makes the highlander maybe it's toyota anyway whoever they make the highlander and somebody had stick figures of the highlander people that's like seven of them without their head and then the final one that has the head and the sword that's awesome and it I was like all that. right there with the name of the highlander vehicle it's a Toyota. Like, That's awesome. Toyota. I saw Are you going to get that, that Is that what you're trying to tell me? You're going to get that for your car? Maybe so. I saw one one time that had an ad at on the back, and it was shooting all the little people, and it says, the Empire cares nothing about your family, st- uh, stick family. Stick family, yeah. 
I like that. Uh, social media and email. Mullins, how are we doing over there? We're doing good. We need people to email. Nobody's emailing. No email. Remember, what about the guy that allegedly... minute conversation with John Hamilton if you email in? Exactly. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Can you guys, can you guys set that Zoom meeting up? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> we'll set it all up for you, John. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Uh, and not only can you talk to them about movies, yeah, but you can also give them some Excel spreadsheet oh. tips. <gasps> oh yeah. Did the guy that emailed we might us- make this. You might want to just make this a whole hour then. Yeah, that's true. Oh, at, and at, at that point, you might have to go a little bit deeper into certain things. Font colors, yeah. border colors, sums and functions, all those kinds of things. Wow. Some Maybe some just, movies where they show so people working many, on Excel spreadsheets. Oh, no. So that options. would be a mind blower. So many options. Yeah. John, you, you have like a whole plethora of things you could do for a show. Okay. I guess I'll take one for the team. <laughs> so, so we need we need some emails. Every Was email he, that comes in gets an hour with John. Would no, you say I have no, a no, plethora no, 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 no. of things? A plethora. Would you? A plethora. Sure. I like that. Yeah. Would you tell me that? Would you say I want to have a plethora? Anyway. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh tell me what movie is that from though, John? What is that from? A plethora? Is that yeah. uh three amigos? Yeah, yes. Way to go. Wow. That's Woo. impressive. <laughs> yes, El Guapo. Your car was celebrating a touchdown just then. <laughs> uh, Your face you like I was going to know that. You did not think I was going to know that. I did actually no. I didn't think you were going to know that one. Nope. Dumb. All right, let's uh, let's get actual sports stuff after a while here. Uh, Cooks, what's your question, sir? All right, so my, I heard this today on the radio, and I thought it was an interesting question. And it revolves around the guy in the background on uh, Kerry over there, since it's National Tom Brady Retirement Day. Second annual, sorry, second annual National Tom Brady Retirement Day. <laughs> so, obviously, everybody calls Tom Brady the GOAT currently, right? He's got seven Super Bowl rings, all that kind of stuff. What if, over the next five years, Patrick Mahomes continues on his trajectory that he's on? And let's just say in at the end of five years, he has a total of four Super Bowl wins. Whoa. But four out of the next is, five years? No, he's got four total Oh, okay. after the next five years. So. You know, if he wins one this year, then supposedly he wins two over the next five. Okay, so he okay. Has a total I got you. four. Okay, five years into the future, which would give him four total Super Bowls. At some point, do we look at Tom Brady as Bill Russell, as in he's the greatest winner of all time, but not necessarily the greatest quarterback to play the position, like Michael oh. Jordan overtook and became <clears throat> the greatest player, but mm-hmm. was it the didn't win the most championships? Are you saying because yes, he was on great teams and he was a great player, but he wasn't maybe the most dynamic athlete? Correct. Will he be known as the best player of all time at that position? That's a Mahomes. That's a good question. I would, I would not Brady. I mean, are you saying Mahomes would be the best player? Yes. Yeah. Would you consider him the greatest player of all time? But he's not, he doesn't have the most championships, obviously, because he didn't get seven. No. So he, he ends his career four, but he continues throwing for all these yards and all these touchdowns and winning MVPs and and being you, the dynamic player that he is. Can no. I before before I get into this a little bit more? Are you saying that okay, you're making the one to one comparison of Brady to Russell because he was a part of great teams and not a great individual player, right? Bill Russell has eleven making. rings. Yes, he does because he, he was part of rings. Oh, 
but he was still a great great player. He was a great player. He was a but he was also part of great teams. Correct. Mm -hmm. So was Brady. Brady was a member. You could argue early Super Bowls. He wasn't the the dynamic that he was later on. So I mean, Mm -hmm. he has seven Super Bowl rings, more than any other franchise. So at some point, with these athletes, the way they're going, Patrick Mahomes just comes to mind. It was part of the argument they were using because he's been doing so well. If he continues on this trajectory and he does win, say he wins four Super Bowls and he's three short, but he has this career that he just keeps having AFC championship games and and doing everything that he's doing. Does he then become the quote unquote Michael Jordan of the NFL and is the greatest player at the position, but not the greatest champion at the position? I'll say this. I think there's already the greatest and, my, and there's arguments about it, of course, but I think the greatest player has already come through maybe a couple of times. And I'm talking specifically about Jim Brown. And then I'm, I'm talking about quarterback. About, I'm talking about just about quarterbacks. Just quarterback. Okay. Okay. Be the greatest you know, <clears throat> quarterback. It's a then really would, interesting question. One of, somebody brought up the question today. It was like, if you were picking to win a Super Bowl, who would you pick right now? And some people were like, oh, I'd take Tom Brady. And one of the guys was like, you're an idiot. Dante Patrick Mahomes, you know, so I could see, I could see both sides of the argument. But you're also coming off Tom Brady's worst year in his career, and he, anyway. No, they talked. They were talking about in his prime. I mean, Tom Brady was in his prime. Would you take him over Patrick Mahomes? But think how many times we thought Tom Brady was out of it. Exactly. And he came back twenty-eight-three or whatever. Oh yeah. And it doesn't matter yeah. what game it is. You're always like, here he, here he comes. Here he comes. Yeah. Here he comes. Yeah. As soon as he, it would be. Four touchdown lead, and he would score once before half, and he'd go, "Uh oh!" <laughs> like you would get yeah. nervous. No other quarterback am I as nervous when they score, you know, kind of early in the second half or something than when Tom Brady does it. So yeah. Patrick Mahomes has has got a almost the same thing going. There's been multiple times in playoff games they've been down multiple scores and have come back and won the game. Wow, multiple scores. Uh, they were down twenty-four nothing against the Texans. They were oh, that's a, down. That's that's the Texans. Another game. That's the Texans. There yeah. Another game. They were down fourteen-zero. I mean, just he's he's done it as well, but he's early. But, so I'm saying, if he continues still, the trajectory over the next five years, mm-hmm. would you say that he would be like compared to? Would would it be the Michael Jordan, Bill Russell comparison as compared to Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady? No, yeah. I, I, in in my comparison right now, if I'm thinking about it. No, if I'll tell you this, if Mahomes had beaten Brady in that Super Bowl, I might give you what you're talking about right now and saying that he is that way. But if we're making the same comparison, Michael Jordan to Bill Russell, right, then in my mind, he would have to take the game to a different level. Mahomes would have to. Am I right about that? that, They mentioned that that, today as well. And one of the argue, and I'm not supporting Patrick Mahomes. I'm just showing. I'm just giving you the arguments that we're yeah, yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, I know. So one of the arguments that was brought up today regarding that, someone said that specific thing. Nice coat, by the way. Um, so <laughs> someone said, you know, that he is kind of changing the game with the the throwing the hands, two different hands, throwing off course, throwing off balance, throwing off one, all the different ways platforms that he's throwing off of. But he's not the first is, to do that. And just saying, I'm just saying said. I think. I think from for me, okay, and y'all tell me if I'm wrong about this. And if I'm hogging all the talking, you can also tell me to shut up. Um, But (laughs) I think he would have to be 
I think he would have to be almost Michael Vick-esque. I think he would have to be both for him to be something to change the game. Uh, like he needs to be able to be that athletic and be a pocket passer. I feel like that's what it would, he would have to be now to be like, oh, that dude is the best player at that position, right? Because that's the dimension that's, in a, in a sense, it's always been kind of missed from quarterbacks. Either you're athletic and you can't throw, or you can throw, but you're not super athletic. But usually the, the real athletic ones, they're, <clears throat> they don't have the lifespan or the you know, playing careers, the other ones, because they get dinged up, like Lamar Jackson. You know, Michael Vick even, he got, I mean, I know he had off-field troubles, but, you know, he, he, you run enough, you're going to get hit enough. Now, obviously, now with you being able to slide downfield, that helps, which I'm not, we, I've already discussed on this show, I'm against. I think you should be able to hit the quarterback once he's out of the pocket just to make him not want to do that anymore. But uh, I, I don't know enough about Bill Russell, like when his he was done, like how many records did he have? Because Tom Brady also with winning seven, he's got a ton of passing records. Yeah. Like just dozens and dozens. I don't know where Bill Russell was with that. I assume he probably had a lot. But, I mean, he also played along Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain was – freak athlete and kind of they kind of you know cancel each other out almost yeah as far as uh, stats like i know russell has more rings but the, and i also look at like when jordan came around too he also <clears throat> shone a spotlight on the nba at that time you know with the be like mike commercials and the mars blackman commercials and the Air Jordans, like he was at a time when the NBA was at kind of a lower point and he ushered them in into the NBA being what it is today. Yeah. I don't know if Mahomes is really elevating it like that. Let, I can't let me see ask a single player elevating the NFL. NFL is kind of at the pinnacle as it is, anyways. Yeah. Let me ask you all one, I guess, in a sense, a generic question. Do y'all do believe that this era, right now of the nfl is the quarterback era of oh, the yeah. nfl easily oh yeah yes definitely right it's not about the running game it's not about defense right it's it's about who's in the pocket right yep. who's back it, there behind the, to the guys right because so, all the rules are designed for them you can't hit them you can't hurt them yeah, yeah. nothing so i'm kind of i'm kind of not shaping but i'm just kind of redirecting your question cook for a second if uh if Mahomes ends up being the greatest of this era, then is he the greatest quarterback then? I see what you're saying. If it's the golden age of the quarterbacks and he ends up being the greatest of the quarterbacks of that mm -hmm. era. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to win at least four to five rings. I'd least. say he yeah. has to get a, a minimum of five to even be in the conversation of. Because of when we were growing up, I, I know at least, I mean, it was Joe Montana. He had four yeah. and everyone was yeah. like, oh my God, this guy can't be stopped in the eighties. Right. And kind of we had already forgotten about, I mean, he wasn't really our time period, but Terry Bradshaw had done the same thing. But I never ever hear anyone ever talk about him being one of the greatest. Right. Yeah, sure. And we've discussed it on this show. He was just kind of like surrounded by greatness and he just kind of rose with it. Now, right. Joe Montana was considered the greatest in my mind until, you know, the Mannings and uh, Tom Brady popped up. And the Mannings only have what, two each? Yeah. Yes, and there's yeah. still, I mean, uh, Peyton anyway is still regarded as one of the greatest. He only has two rings. 
So I think and, he he needs to leave probably five. And I don't I'm not sure on how y'all feel, but it, it was for me. Brady actually had to win honestly before I considered him to be the greatest of all time over Montana. It wasn't until he won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Probably Why was that. So though? he had Why already did... surpassed rings for mm-hmm. Montana. But it wasn't until he was able to lead another team, got away from Belichick, and proved that it wasn't the system, it wasn't Belichick and all that. And when he did that, then I was like, okay, he's the greatest. And he did it in year one, right? With Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think for me, it was the, the Atlanta Super Bowl is what put him over the top for me. So when he got his six yeah. one is when I kind of gave him that mantle as well. But they still, and then there and right there. So it was his sixth one, two more than Montana yeah. before you agreed that he was better yeah. than 50% more than that's, that's So he almost doubled up Montana now. Mahomes is going to have to really ball out to to beat Brady and and to be able to say he's he's the greatest of all time above Brady I don't know if winning less than seven would would get him there and he'd have to he would have to play some epic games too yeah Brady played some epic games and Mahomes is going to have to do the same this this game well, I'm, we're going to get into it of course but beating Joe Burrow if Joe Burrow ends up being the trajectory that we think he's on where he's also a Hall of Fame quarterback you know he's going to have to win these epic battles you know he, Brady had Peyton num- Manning's number the whole time unfortunately it wasn't that way with Eli but yeah. you know he had some epic games where just like how did he do that like how did Tom Brady freaking do that now Mahomes yeah. could end up having these incredible about but because look at last uh last yeah. year's playoffs when he had the Allen. incredible battle with adam no, Allen, yeah and now this year it's burrow so you know he's got two very likely hall of fame quarterbacks already that he's going against he could end up being spider-man and having multiple villains to go against right <laughs> a multiverse wow. multiverse the quarterback so verse. i mean he 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 has a very good chance, and I never thought I would ever see see it that somebody would have a chance to be able to unseat Brady. But but Holmes has I the mean, chance. He's got to win next week first. Oh, That's for sure. Like, That's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're we're giving this guy like four extra rings already. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, I, I am. He's one and one in Super Bowls. I am definitely yeah. one for thinking Mahomes has gotten way too much credit, too fast. To be even considered, oh, he's the baby goat. I hate that term; it drives me nuts. But uh, well, even Brady like, didn't go to five Super or five uh, AFC championships in a row to start his career. Correct, I get that, but it just drives <laughs> so, me nuts. Yeah. But you know, I do. Um, I thought it was an interesting conversation. It's a good yeah. question. It's a good question. Let me leave you with y'all want some quick Brady stats for on his sex, uh, second annual retirement. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, he has obviously the all-time leading leader in passing yards. That's just regular season, 89,214. He's got 649 uh, touchdowns, which averages out to about 28 touchdown passing touchdowns per year. He's thrown touchdown passes to 98 different receivers. Wow. He has 251 regular season wins, uh, and the most playoff wins by far, he has 35. He's got 7,753 completions, which is the most in NFL history. He's got 19 division titles, reached the playoffs in 20 of his 21 
seasons as a starting quarterback. Um, he has beaten every NFL team. There's only four quarterbacks uh, to say they've done that. And he and Peyton Manning are the only one, only quarterbacks to have won Super Bowls with multiple teams. Uh, he has 20 full seasons where he won at least nine games. Uh, and he had 13 consecutive 10-win seasons and 11 consecutive 12-win seasons. Uh, he's played the most regular season games of any man who wasn't a kicker. And he's got 88 career passing touchdowns in the playoffs. That's almost double that wow. of Joe Montana and Aaron Rodgers, who are tied second most with 45. The only player to win five Super Bowl MVPs and he only has one less playoff win than these four teams, the Steelers, the Patriots, the Cowboys, and the 49ers. I saw something that I don't think I sent out to you guys, but they were showing like his stats in his 20s and then his yeah. stats in his 30s and the stats in the 40s and all three decades were MVP or uh, Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah. So he, he basically has essentially three Hall of Fame careers. That's crazy. So I'm looking at something right now. How many, how many, um, which team do you think he's beaten the most and how many wins do you think it was? I'm going to say the bills probably say the dolphins 12 times. Dolphins. No, there's, there's, it's two, two teams that he's beaten more than 30 times. Holy crap. And he beat the jets. He has a record of 31 and eight all time against the Jets, and he has a record of 33 and three against the Buffalo Bills. Oof. So I was right yeah, about I mean, the Bills. They, okay. they used to beat that. He used to beat that division up for decades. Yeah, plus. He's, yeah. He's six and one against the Raiders. What about the Cowboys? He's Cowboys. He is uh, eight and one, and then the Texans. He is nine and two. But guess which one that one is. <laughs> his last one <laughs> is, all, is that all that matters Mullins that's all, all that matters last what have you done okay. lately that's yeah. right uh, John what's your question sir mine is okay so especially this year with the the way the Pro Bowl was going and then a lot of the guys either were hurt like Lamar Jackson or like Burrow and Mahomes can't go because of Super Bowls are just played and that sort of thing and so Huntley gets nominated and now Derek Carr goes in after being benched the last two games of the season. And my question or is, should those count as you got elected to a Pro Bowl? No. Like, I know mm-hmm. they will, but to me, you didn't get picked on the first round. Yeah. These should not count. Now, I, I know if be- they don't, they probably won't go, but I don't like it. I think it should be the first ballot is what they should determine them. Whoever because won the ballot, not Huntley, the Huntley played in four games. <laughs> like <laughs> two touchdowns, in three games. interceptions. Yes, that's yeah. his stats. Yeah. Davis Mills had a better year than Huntley. And, and all yeah. season long, all I've heard is this is one of David or Derek Carr's worst seasons. He got benched. He's going to get traded. And now he makes the Pro Bowl. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I think these, I don't think they should count no. unless you got picked the first time. I agree. I agree with that too. I think they, and how do you think I, these I guys should go on your resume? Because I mean, I was Carr say is now like third or fourth guy down the, 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 the pecking order. It's going to be Lawrence, Huntley, and Carr for the starting AFC. 
And you know these guys have clauses in their contracts, right? What if Huntley, because they know he doesn't play much, right? What if he had some sort of clause in his contract that if I make the Pro Bowl, I get oh, a three million dollar sure. bonus? You I'm know? sure he, he's getting some money for this. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it at all. Okay, that that was mine. It's just I don't. I mean, even because this week, uh, AJ Cole for the punter for the Raiders and Derek Carr both got in because the uh, the Kansas City punter is going, so he's not. So I don't think either one of them should count. Yeah. Yeah, the the Pro Bowl has just actually become a a joke in my opinion. I I think with they might as well just change it. I mean, they can still have this fun thing if they want to, you know, flag football and all that kind of stuff. And um, and I would be even willing to agree to change what you're calling it when somebody gets voted, you know, to a Pro Bowl. So instead of saying that, say that they're an All Star for the year or something like that. Uh, I know that's kind of cheating off of basketball, but you know, and and you you that's how you determine. You know, it's not based on who's going to go play in these games. You know, it's just basically who's had the best year, and that's how you vote, and that's who gets it. And, you know, because it's, it's the the Pro Bowl has actually become a joke. Yeah, the the Pro Bowl to me is the NBA Hall of Fame. Or the the basketball hall of fame. It's it's just a joke. It really is. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no sense in even having it, in my opinion. I think you should, you know, eliminate the Pro Bowl altogether and just go off All Pro, is what you should. Yeah, do. All Pro. If, that'd be fine. And yeah. if you want to, you know, maybe add a third team to the All Pro instead and do first and second team. Maybe add a third team to it if you want to. But I think that even wires down the All Pro if you do that. But I yeah. think you know, you just you know, this whole week of the bye week, you know, they want to have all these different showcases. You can still have your showcases. Right. And invite people to forget the game. You don't need the flag football game. Someone's going to, at some point, someone's going to get hurt. Just, just get rid of the, the game altogether. It's too violent of a sport, too risky to do that crap. You know, if you want to have an old timers flag football game, fine, do that. But, but the current players eliminate that crap and just do the showcases, you know, the throwing or the, the fastest sprinting or whatever, right. you know, just do that crap. Don't do these games and they just have that lead up to the, the NFL honors that's going to be on Saturday night mm-hmm. with the announcement of the Hall of Fame and all the players of the year and all that crap and just forget this Pro Bowl crap and just get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you you could announce a team, I guess, but don't play a game because yeah. the yeah. game is no it's, it's, it's nobody likes it. It hasn't been fun for like fifteen years now. No, I used, used to watch the Pro Bowl. And I do too. Actually, I, I can't watch it anymore. Mm-mm. It used to be exciting, like you said, John, 15 years ago. It used to be actually inter- somewhat entertaining. I mean, they didn't go full speed, but it was at least – Until it got to fourth quarter, and then the money yeah. was on the line. Yeah. yeah. Or then you had those guys occasionally show up like Sean Taylor. was like, I'm hitting fools. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you come across the middle, I'm going to light you up. I mean, it, all-star it, game or not. It's like the NBA All-Star. Now what if the games are like 150 to 140, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's just a dunk fest. It's like – just don't even play the game. Well, I would say yeah. this: the NBA Hall of the NBA the NBA All Star Game has gotten somewhat intriguing to me because they play to a number now. That's yeah. like the first one to 150, and it I've, I've been more entertained by the NBA All Star Game recently than I have <laughs> ever been in the past. Well, that's because they took that from the uh, they took that from the what is it three on three thing that they have the league that they have now the big three that, yeah oh, the big the, three yeah. yeah they took that from them so. There's no originality in that from the NBA, but no originality, but it makes the game more competitive to me. It makes it more enjoyable for me. I agree. I'm not with saying that. it's a great game, but it's it's more enjoyable than it ever has been. Yeah. So uh just you know, we were talking about Brady earlier. I just want to give a quick tidbit that the right now future 
uh, Hall of Fame selection for probably class, actually, to be honest with you, of 2028 will include uh, Tom Brady and J.J. Watt now. That's so, awesome. That's going to be a good – I mean, right now it's a good class already. J.J. Watt so, made a tweet this morning saying, you know, basically greatest of all time, blah, blah, blah. And Oh, and by the way, the new retirement group meets on Mondays at 10 a.m. for golf and newbies <laughs> buy the drinks, bring your wallet. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Uh, yeah, Grog, uh, Grog also uh, welcomed you to the two-time retired uh, group or uh, club. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That is funny. So, 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 can you see next season somebody gets an injured quarterback going down the stretch, and they're in playoff contention? You think he gets an itch and and he wants to put an eighth ring on that? Oh, he's done, man. <laughs> I think he is. Uh, he he might be tempted, but yeah, I think he's done. And and uh, who who is the maddest person right now that he has retired? His ex wife. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> dang! <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, you went there. Uh, you you. I'm, that's all you. Cook, cook is on. Actually, I think she sent out a tweet today, like congratulating him or something. Well, yeah, yeah. Dang, dang cook. No, the 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 maddest person right now is Greg Olson, Fox. Oh and, yeah, because he's Tom Brady's going to take his spot. Yeah, probably. right. <laughs> and everyone has been talking about how good Greg Olson's been this year and everything. And now, I don't know. It's it's going to be weird. And and Greg Olson has to call the Super Bowl knowing that Tom Brady is retired. It's going to be weird. Uh, it'd be it'd be all right. I'm sure he'll find a job somewhere. And he'll go work. He'll go take Romo's spot because everybody hates Romo now. I, yeah, what, that was a quick turn on Romo. I like, know, everyone right? was like Romo Damas or whatever. And then yeah. this year, I everyone sick of is his yelling. Ah, ah, what are they going to do? Oh, my God, they're going to go for it. Ah. I like it. I don't have a problem. Nuts, there, there's, I don't know. There's, he does a really good job predicting things. He'll say yeah. he'll say something, and it'll happen. Uh, he sees it. You need yeah. to have the stats up on that. They were talking about that on the, on the radio uh, Monday. His mm-hmm. actual prediction rate is like 32%. That's not fair. Uh, I don't believe that at all. That's, he's just calling a game, man. It's about as good as a weatherman. He doesn't no, have no the offense. Right. Yeah. No offense for me. Hey, hey. <laughs> Wait just a minute. <laughs> Look, I enjoyed him a lot, and, and I enjoy him better than than most. But this screaming this year has gotten on my nerves, man. I don't know what it is. Ah. Yeah. He must hate this podcast, then. <laughs> right? There's somebody on this podcast. Somebody. Not, who, not who naming who? names. Who? Huh? Who? Are, you are you Are you rhymes with Osa? Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. All right. We got to move on. We're not going to get into this whole who oh, yells boy. on the show thing. Okay? We're not going to get into that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not like that. I don't sound like that. Okay. And we're like, ah! Our fans are like, It's like, we're, we're like, what? What are you talking about? Anyway, uh, playoffs, championship round. Uh, playoffs. We had a couple of well, – we had one good game. Playoffs. I guess I should say. Uh, Eagles and 49ers, obviously, we actually know what happened. I have one question about the Eagles and 49ers. Uh, does a healthy Brock Purdy – do the Niners even win the game? I think they got a shot. It's much, a good shot. much more competitive yeah. for sure. <laughs> it would have been a much better game. They threw what, six passes? Yeah. I mean, they had three quarters with, with, uh, without him, 
and a, a half without any quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> and that That's Johnson insane. guy was not good. No, not. At oh all. man. Yeah. That he's. And, yeah. and then no one could throw a pass. It, no. I mean, they just could do nothing. Does this, does this open up the NFL to making a more roster spots for the playoffs? Is this something that they'll, you'll see the change maybe? Yep. Baseball does it. They add, they expand the rosters. Doesn't, doesn't basketball expand too? I don't know if basketball expands, to be honest with you. I know, I know baseball does. Yeah. Open yeah. up the roster spot. Give them three, three or four more spots. Well, did, they did, they didn't actually change it when they added the extra game, did they? No. No. There was so, discussion. Yeah, it's of, still, it said 55, it. 56, isn't it? Something like that. 53. 53. 53. Yeah. yeah 53 on the roster, but game day is 47, I think. Yeah, you can have hey, fifty three on the roster, but yeah, they need to go ahead and just bump it to sixty people, and and on game day have sixty people. Yeah, game day or playoffs or both, both, both. They're yeah, playing okay. seventeen games a year. I mean, just give them sixty people. Why not? Yeah, it's yeah, got I mean, out of control. I, I don't disagree with you. It's just, it's just, it was obviously that that championship game made a brought a, a lot of light to the roster. Almost feels tainted. Tainted. To me, it does. It almost feels tainted to me that there was no quarterback on the other team. It's just now it's their own fault for not having a third quarterback. I get it, but it just feels it left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. I honestly thought there was going to be a little bit of Shanahan magic. Not to say that they were going to actually win the ball game with Johnson. I don't mean that at all. I just mean the fact I thought it would he would make it interesting for a quarter or so, and then the Eagles were going to just go to win anyway. I thought it was going to happen, but it didn't. I was surprised they didn't do more putting McCaffrey or somebody in the backfield and just doing other stuff. I mean, basically, they went to a, well, we're just going to run reverses. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they ran more reverses in that game. They probably have in the last five years. Yeah. It was disappointing. Yeah. You I think this sure. opens the door a little bit for Trey Lance? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. I actually really. think it does. Because he's going to be healthy in the next couple of weeks, and yeah. Purdy is not going to be healthy up until, like, beginning of the season. If yeah, that, I, I'm hearing rumors that he might not even be ready for the season. Depends. It depends on what they end up doing on the, on for the UC joint. If yeah, because there's several different surges they can do. If they do Tommy John, he's out for a year. That's what I've heard. That's true. Yeah. I mean, even if that's if the if Casey's out for a whole year, I think that, I mean, Trey Lance would have to play outside his mind and probably go to a Super Bowl. For him to unseat Purdy at this point. Well, I'm just Jimmy saying Dean, that it, it, makes it, com- it makes it comp- competitive. Like they're competing sure. for who's yeah. the starting quarterback next season. Yeah. If yeah. Purdy doesn't get hurt, then I think he's it's hands down. He's the starter. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. Trey Lance would have to do something crazy miraculously to even get a chance. But, but now I think it's a competition at least. Yeah. Now yeah. it's a competition. Maybe. But either way, even if he doesn't play for a year, I mean, and I think Purdy only has like a three-year contract because he was like, what, Mr. Irrelevant, right? So right. Yeah, he was. He only yeah. has like a three-year contract. Either way, this man has made himself some money because even if he doesn't play much, he sits out a year and he comes back. If he comes back and plays and he's mediocre to successful, someone is going to give this dude a shot and he's going to get a decent paycheck. Yes. I agree. I mean, he's what, yeah. eight and one? Yeah. Eight Something one. like that? Eight and one? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, right. I guess you could give him this loss. It's yeah. kind of hard to give it to him, but. It's all right. It's just, it's his loss. He started the game. It's his loss. It's his loss, but it sucks. So I'd like to see him be 10 and 0. Uh, no, you wouldn't. Um, <laughs> Chiefs and Bengals game. That was a crappy. That was a game. That was a crappy game. That it was a great was a, game. That was not game a great game. Don't give me that crap. You know, it wasn't a great game. Sucking. Speaking of sucking, are y'all seeing the Celtics Nets score? No. 
It's 130 to 78. Wow. Celtics? Yes. Sorry. I didn't mean I, this just yeah. that that's amazing. The refereeing was bad. You know it was bad. It, the whole Twitter every world game was mad about it. people complain about the Yeah, refs. but the Twitter oh, world gets mad about everything. Yeah, oh, exactly. Come on. It was not as bad as everybody is making out to be. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Okay, what specifically, Sosa, are you upset yeah, about exactly. with the refing? I am upset about the block. There's a block at the back call that was obvious in my in my opinion that didn't get called. There, they missed yes. those all the time. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, it was that one. That, where else you got? <laughs> Keep going. There was that one. There was the not called tall time that we we're going to like do this all over again, which I uh, agree with uh, Zach Taylor. I'd have been pissed. I'd have been like all. Hey, man, he, he, was, you can he be ran mad. on the field. He ran. The, on the referee field. ran onto the field yeah. before the play, waving his hands, and blowing his whistle. Care. Don't care. Don't care. You can't. Wait, don't care. You he don't did what he was supposed to do. It, 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 it. Play finished. It was done. No, I'd have been beyond pissed too. Burrowheads or Arrowheads fault for being so loud. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it was. Anyway, this is a bad officiating. I don't want to go down all this rabbit hole. It was, there was, was another one. Wow. I, I will say a lot of the ones they were saying, oh, that shouldn't have been a penalty when the Bengals were doing it to the Chiefs. I didn't agree with a lot of those. I thought most of those were pretty good. But there were a handful, like you were saying, about the, the block in the back on the kickoff return, that they there were no calls on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was one where Burrow no, got knocked down. Burrow got knocked down late on one of those late uh, drives. He, he got hit like one or two steps after he released in it. In the end zone. Yes, and that one I was like, oh, what was the call roughing. on that one? That should have been roughing. Yeah. The, mm. But overall, I think it was fine. But yeah, it did seem to lean toward the uh, Chiefs I well, on, no, on no calls. I agree with that. There were some holding calls by the offensive line that I thought was a couple of pretty egregious ones. I was like, why didn't you call that? Yeah, yeah there's holding on every play. Oh, I know. Every I understand single that. play. I don't disagree with your saying, Melissa. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I thought they were just like John said. They leaned towards the Chiefs on that. So, bunch of BS. Anyway, and with uh, all that said, fun. the Bengals still should have won the game. Yes, they should have. You're right. I don't disagree with that at all. They should have won the game. So, um, I, what's the biggest takeaway from the game? Uh, Mahomes is quarterback. That Mahomes is really a good quarterback. Yeah, that dude's tough as nails. Tough as nails. It yeah. was on one leg, and he Look, still threw for over just because he yards. beat your boy Burrow. Okay, let's not let's not don't get, give me that Burrow talk. So, let's not get so don't jaded give about me that this. Burrow talk. You were having him up last week. Don't give I didn't me say that. It, I, I still think he's great. Uh, okay, you told me to pick between the two. I'm I'm going to take Burrow. All right, but don't yeah. give me that. Let's not let's let's give the man his his due. Holmes oh. outplayed him. Yep. What? In the first half, Burrow was on his back half the half yeah. the game. We knew that going into the game, though, with the offensive line. We already knew that was a possibility. Well, the Bills didn't get to him uh, but one time. That was on snow. It's, 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 it's hard to move a cow when they got firm, <laughs> get, when they got firm grip in the ground. But when, they, when they're sliding around, it's a little hard. But, but even when he wasn't on his back, he just – he wasn't playing all that great. I will say one thing that the Chiefs did well, and I have to admit to this part, is that they did not let the Bengals run game get started. There was right. not a – there was no run game this this week for the Bengals, and that that was kudos to the Chiefs defense on that. Yeah, and Chris Jones' times was completely oh, unstoppable. That I, dude, I think Chris off. Jones was the MVP of that game. Yeah, he was. probably, probably. And what Burrow threw two interceptions? 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sound good. Yeah. The first one, I was like, that was way bad. Second one, I was just like, all right, it is what it is. Uh, to say that Mahomes outplayed, bro, I don't want to say that because it, I know you don't have to. You don't have to. It's but he did. It's the truth. But it's not the truth. <laughs> it is not the truth. Do you okay. want me to the stats? What's the stats? Stats. I don't care what the stats you can say. A, they were still in the game. They were still in the game. If you, you're, you're saying you outplayed somebody, means you put that guy away. You didn't put him away. Throughout if the whole a, season. If that 15-yard yeah. penalty doesn't occur. They still win the game. It's going to overtime. No. Burrow wins that game. They still win that game. No. Burrow wins. No. Oh. Throughout the whole season, I've never seen you get this mad on a Cowboy loss. I don't <laughs> I know, understand. Right? You were – I remember during the game, you were heated. You were just – this game, I hate – I'm never going to root for the Chiefs. The Chiefs are horrible. <laughs> hey, I agree with you. Forget the Chiefs, man. <laughs> hey, I had a moment. Can I can just have a moment? <laughs> like, okay. right. it's, it's perfectly you're, you're fine Raiders to hate the Chiefs. Like, we don't, like, the whole world's falling down. Okay? It's, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just the way I roll. That's true, though. You're right. <laughs> uh, so, sorry, I got mad about a couple of calls. I'm sorry about that, gentlemen. Sorry, I got mad about a couple of calls. Okay. <laughs> I let the emotion get yeah. the best of me. I was riding the emotional wave. Okay. I apologize. I promise you, I'll watch football again. Okay. I will say, okay. Cook was the only one that went 0 2 last week. All right, but oh. even going 0-2, I still clinch the overall championship. You do. You still have a two-game lead. Dang, that sucks. Well, we're not picking any games no. this week. so okay. You don't want to pick the Pro Bowl? No, I'm not picking the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Come on, Mullins. You're better than that. Hey, Although. A Manning's going to win. <laughs> I pick a Manning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have some things to pick, though, this week, though. So, uh, we do have NFL honors coming up this week. So uh, we have some choices to make. John, are you ready with your Excel spreadsheet? Got it. You got it. Cells formatted and ready to roll. Whoa. That just sounds dirty. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We may have to actually pull up some stats on these things to actually make the maybe a clear argument. But we'll start uh, from the top and go down to the bottom. We've got the MVP. We've got the coach of the year. We've got the comeback player of the year. We got the offensive player of the year, the defensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year, and defensive rookie year that we're going to choose from. Uh, gentlemen, we'll start from the top. And since Cook is winning that, we'll start with Cook, John oh, Mullins. I want to ask myself. a question regarding okay. that, though. Okay. How do you have anybody? How can you be up for NFL MVP and not be up for offensive player of the year if you're an offensive player? That's true. They want to spread the wealth. Not uh, yeah. It's dumb. That's the same reason, like the guy that wins the Heisman doesn't win like quarterback of the year that that award. It's the same thing. Yeah. You can't give him, you can't give him both ways. So, all right, we're gonna do MVP first. Like I said, Cook, John Mullins, and then myself, uh, just so I can have the last word on everything. Uh, MVP choices are Justin Jefferson, Joe Burrow, uh, Allen, Mahomes, and Hertz. You're up, Cook. If Hertz was not injured and missed two games this would be his award but it's going to be patrick mahomes okay are we picking who we want or who we think is going to win who you want oh who we want or who we think i thought we we're going to pick who's going to win either way i don't care pick how you how want about to. both who you think who you want to win and who you think is going to win oh, there you go okay well, let right. me reformat these so <laughs> i think i think patrick it- mahomes is going to win okay 
I would I would give it to Hertz. Okay. Okay. Mahomes Hertz. Okay, I'm next. Yes. I think Mahomes is gonna win it, but I would give it to Justin Jefferson. Bingo. Out of that's, out of the ones you gave us. That's 100 percent how it should be. Um I agree with 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 him. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost probably 99.9% sure that Mahomes is going to win it, but I completely agree. Jefferson should be the one that wins it because that dude went off and for a receiver to do what he did is pretty amazing. I am pretty much three in a row for that. I think Mahomes will probably win it much as I don't think that he's probably the most valuable player, but maybe I could be wrong about that thinking about his roster. Um, for me, it came down to either Josh Allen or Jefferson after that, who I think, uh, who I want to win it. I think Allen in my mind is probably more valuable than Justin Jefferson as far as carrying that team. So, uh, Allen's who I want to win it. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll so here. A, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So you guys say that uh, Justin Jefferson went off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he had the sixth most receiving yards in a season, and he had eight touchdowns for this season. He was the leading receiver. Yeah, he had, yeah, but overall, eighteen hundred yards all time. All time, yeah. Well, that's all time. The sixth all time Last year, is pretty damn good. Last year, Cooper Cup had nineteen forty seven and sixteen touchdowns, and he Cooper didn't Cup win. is a beast. We were yes. all saying that he should have won it last year. Mm-hmm. Yep, I was anyway. You guys were hating on me. Yeah, because that's, that's just in general. That's yeah. just you. <laughs> y'all, y'all, just, hate, y'all hate people that are right. You're just an ass. I get it. That's all it I is. Get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but that's you being you, John. You're true, to, you're true to your colors. I'm true to myself. You are. And I'm uh, thoroughly convinced that Minnesota wouldn't won near as many games if it wasn't for Jefferson. Mm. Well, that catch he made was pretty darn good also. Ooh, against yeah. the Bills. That, was a, that was a catch. Uh, all right, let's do Coach of the Year, gentlemen. Uh, we got make sure I have them all right. Quick, I got Sean McDermott, uh, Brian Dayball, Doug Peterson, Sirianni, and Kyle Shanahan. Oh, that's a tough one. That's that's a tough, good one. Can you say those again one more time? Yep, we got uh, McDermott from the Bills. We got Dayball mm-hmm. of the Giants. We got Peterson of the Jags, Sirianni of the Eagles, and Shanahan of the Niners. Dang, that's that's tough. That's a tough one. I, you know, I could make a push for Dayball to win this thing. Shanahan dealt with a lot as well. Um, Sirianna did a great job, and so did Peterson. I don't care about McDermott. Um, God bless, man. I'm I'm going to give it to Dayball because nobody saw the Giants doing anything, mm-hmm. and they're making the playoffs. So I I'm I'm thinking Dayball is going to win it. Um, I'm I'm going to keep with the Eagles team. I would have given it to Sirianna. Sirianna. Okay. Okay. Who was a okay. fine coach? <laughs> I think they are going to give it to Sirianni. And I probably would have given it to Doug Peterson of the Jags. Mm, okay. Turned him around. Turned him around. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be Sirianni, and I don't think it should be. I mean, he took a good team and made them a little bit better. Whereas Peterson and Dayball both took really bad teams and got them into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Peterson's going to get it. And 
just by a hair, that's probably who I want to win it. It's really close between him and Dayball. Okay. okay. I kind of like Dayball just a little bit better, but in this instance, I think Peterson deserves it the most. Okay. Mine's going to be one and the same. I think that Dayball, I want, I think he should, uh, is going to win it. And that's who I think should win it also. I'm looking at Cook's line of thought in that McDermott had a team already. Shanahan pretty much had a good roster. Same thing for Sirianni. Peterson, you know, we didn't know exactly what was going to happen, but the, the, he had a lot of young talent on the team. I did not see Dayball succeeding with Daniel Jones. Did not at all. I figured it would be next year when he got a quarterback that he wanted that he'd succeed. So Dayball on that one. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <clears throat> Comeback player of the year. We have Saquon Barkley, Geno Smith, and Christian McCaffrey as our nominees. Cook, you're up, sir. Comeback player of the year. It's always weird to me about comeback player of the year. I always think about it someone recovering from an injury or coming back that way. But that's, I'm not sure that's what the category is. I think it's who's made a comeback in their career type thing gear. Um, so I'm going to go with Geno Smith on that aspect is who I think is going to win, and that's who I want to win. I'm going to give it uh, both who I think and who will to Barkley. Okay. Uh, I All three are deserving of this, uh, but I'm going to have to go with McCaffrey. Dang, both. we're all – everybody's been different so far. Okay. Uh, I'm actually going to go uh, with Gino on this. I think because Gino was probably the most unlikely producer – uh, out of those three, I can see Barkley having a good year and McCaffrey having a good year if they both stayed healthy. Gino actually being the starting quarterback for all 17 games surprised the mess out of me and doing well. So I'm going to give it to Gino. Uh, offensive player of the year, we have Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Hurts, and Patrick Mahomes. You're up, Cook. I think if Tyreek Hill had continued the pace he was on, this would be hands down his award, and probably I think he'd be MVP as well because I think he'd have been well over 2,000 yards receiving. Um, but all the injuries he had at quarterback for him kind of messed him up on this. And because, you know, the MVP was Patrick Mahomes, and this is an offensive player award. I mean, it's to me, it's a toss-up between uh, Mahomes and Jefferson, but I th who I think is going to win this is going to be Mahomes. Um, I think that's who will win it. Who should win it? I don't know um, or who I want to win it. I should say I'd kind of like to see Justin Jefferson win it, but it's hard for him to win Offensive Player of the Year and not MVP. But I'm going to say Mahomes will probably win it. But I'd like to see uh, Justin Jefferson get this one. So, as we discussed earlier, is this normally like they don't usually give it to MVP and Offensive MVP, right? It'll be different. Uh, not always. Not always. Yeah. Sometimes it's both. Mm. That's a, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I think going on what you're saying. So if I think they're going to give MVP to Mahomes, then I think they'll give offensive MVP to Hertz. Uh, just going on that logic. Now, if they did both, I could easily see Mahomes, but I'm just going to take a swing and go Hertz. And then who I want, I'm going to pick Jefferson again. Uh, yeah, I I think they're going to give it to Mahomes also. Uh, and again, I would rather have I would rather see Jefferson get it. Yeah. I'm with you on this. I think Hertz will win this award, but I would give it to Jefferson uh, based on his production. Okay. This next category, I kind of want to. And I do want to say 
MVP and offensive MVP, they should have at least put Josh Jacobs in a category. I don't think he would have won either of them, but they should have. Leading rusher should be in offensive MVP. Mm, good point. Right. Good point. Good point. Um, can I get some help for this lat for this next argument here? So next one is defensive player of the year. Cook, if you'll do me a favor, if you'll look up Bosa's stats, Mullins, if you'll look up Parsons' stats, I'll look up Chris Jones' stats. John, you you have all the uh, details, so we won't bother you with that. But I want to know what the stats are for each of these players before um, we make a decision on this. Okay, I've got Bosa. Okay, I got Chris Jones up right now for this year. Let me make sure I have it right. Hold on. Okay, I have him up. Mullins, do you have Parsons? I'm getting it here. Okay. Actually, this is probably just going to be a better place. Is, oh, stuff. So what the hell is, okay. Is I got it. Oh, where did okay, you get your go. stats from? I guess too. I'm going from ESPN uh, right ESPN. now. That's where I'm at. I'm ESPN yeah. as well. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go first. Uh, what do you have for Bosa? What are his stats across the top? Um, I have 51 total sacks, or I'm sorry, 51 total tackles, 41 solo <clears> and assist. He has 18 and a half sacks, two forced fumbles. Uh, I guess that's a. Yeah, pass defended is one. I don't know what the hell a stuff is, but he's got five stuffs. And then okay. stuff yards is eight, which I don't know what that is. Yeah. Okay. See, they right. don't have the – I think I know what you're trying to find too. They don't have that as one of the stats is the quarterback pressures. Okay. Uh, I'll give you Chris Jones real fast. Chris Jones, the stats, he's got 44 total tackles for the year, 30 solo. He's got 15 and a half sacks. Two forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, no interceptions, and that's all I have there. What do you have, Mullins, for Parsons? Uh, Parsons, uh, 65 total tackles, 42 solo, um, 13 and a half sacks, uh, three fumble forces, three fumble recoveries, uh, no INTs, three pass defenses, and four stuffs. Okay. Um, All right. And I haven't I haven't seen it yet, but from my understanding, I think Parsons also led the league in court QB pressures. Okay. They don't, I don't see it here either. Yeah. Okay. Some stats there, gentlemen. I just want to make sure we have some stats out there. Okay. Uh, your pick for defensive player of the year, then. Uh, my pick for defensive player of the year is going to be Nick Bosa. Um, that's how I think is going to win it, and that's how I think should win it. Okay. Chris Jones, to me, and Michael Parsons, obviously, are really – I mean, it's a tough category. I, I could see any three of these winning it. I think Chris Jones is the dark horse out of the group. Mm -hmm. um, I can see Bosa winning it, or I can see Parsons winning it. But Chris Jones makes a strong case as well. But I'm, mm -hmm. I think Nick, Nick Bosa is going to win it, and that's who I think should win it. Okay. John? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it's pretty much a two-horse race between Bosa and Parsons. Uh, I think it's going to go to Bosa, and I would pick Bosa as well. I just think there was like a three- or four-game stretch kind of toward the end there where Parsons kind of disappeared. Right. So I'm going to give it to Bosa. Okay. I think, yeah. I think Parsons was beat up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Parsons was a little beat up and the, the Cowboys line was getting beat up, but, uh, but yeah, like, you know, he kind of faded just a little bit towards the end as far as like actually getting to the quarterback, he was still getting the pressures. Um, I think it's really close, but I'm going to say Bosa wins and that's probably who I'd pick too. Okay. I, I think Bosa probably is going to win, but my pick for it, I think, is Chris Jones. After looking at his stats for this, even just that little bit, that's impressive for a guy that plays D-tackle on the regular, I should say, on the regular, who's not a pure defensive end. Um, 
And the way he took over that championship game was a lot. That was that was really impressive. I know the the Bengals O line was pretty decimated, but I think on pretty much every other play he was double teamed. Uh, and so to have that much of an effect on the game, Chris Jones is my pick now. So, all right, we have two more left, gentlemen. We have offensive rookie of the year. We have Garrett Wilson, Brock Purdy, and Kenneth Walker the third. You're up, Cook. Uh, this is an interesting thing. I think that. Um... Brock Purdy is getting a lot of momentum for this award. Um, I think he has a really strong case to win this award as well. So I'm going to say that there's a, I'm going to say they probably give this to Brock Purdy. Um, to me, it should come down to, I mean, I like the Brock Purdy story. I like Brock Purdy, but the, uh, to me, it should really come down between Garrett Wilson and Kenneth Walker to third. Uh, Walker had a strong, three quarters of the season, but I think Garrett Wilson deserves this as offensive rookie of the year. Nice. Okay. Okay. I don't have any stats in front of me, but just going on feel how the season went. I think that uh, they're going to give it to Wilson, but I would give it to uh, what's the, I can't think of his name. The, the running back Walker Walker. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the quick stats on Wilson. Just so you know, him. John, he okay. has 83 receptions, 1100 yards. And four touchdowns for his rookie year. Does anybody know Walkers? I'll give you, see if I can give it to you one second. His stats are 228 carries, just over 1,000 yards, uh, nine touchdowns. Yeah, okay. Yeah, then, yeah, I'm going to say, I'll say Wilson Walker. Same same ones. Oh, okay. Mullins? Um, yeah, I think Wilson's going to get it. And I probably lean just a little bit towards Wilson too, with over Walker. Purdy would be my third pick. Yeah. I think that in this day and age with the league the way it is now, I think for a rookie running back to get a thousand yards is a big deal. Yeah. Uh I I expect a thousand yards from a rookie receiver now on on the easy. And so I can I'm gonna I think Walker should win it, and I want him to win it. So I got Walker for both on that one. All right, probably the most heated one of the uh, evening here before we uh, leave this <laughs> NFL honors. This is easy. This probably. is defensive rookie of the year. And we have three choices. I'm sure we're only going to argue two, but we have Sauce Gardner. <laughs> we have the great Aiden Hutchinson, and we have uh, Tarek Woolen. Tarek. Tarek. Okay. Woolen, uh, cornerback for the Seahawks. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to compare Woolen and Gardner just for a second before we pick these. Uh, so I already know, like, all y'all's picks. So I'm not too worried about how this all falls out. <laughs> you don't know. So, we don't know. Come on now. All right. So I'm okay. first. Okay. Let me give are you, you some, Are you going to give us the stats first? I'm going to give you stats on uh, Woolen real fast. Okay. So. For the season, he has 63 total tackles, 46 solo. He's got two forced fumbles, six interceptions, one touchdown, 16, 16 pass defenses. Okay. There's that guy. I'm going to give you Sauce Gardner just so you have Sauce. I don't even to worry about it. Can you pull up Hutchinson, please? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was going to get there. Okay, I was going to get there. You just said you weren't going to pull up Hutchinson. Oh, that's, that's right. That's, that's my bad. Freudian, Freudian slip. My bad. Yeah. Uh, Gardner's uh, stats were 75 total tackles, 51 solo, two interceptions, uh, 20 pass defenses, 
And that's it. Okay. You have Hutchinson, yeah. Mullins? <laughs> I was hoping that uh, Sosa would actually read them. Okay, I'll do it. I'll I'll give, I'll I, got, I, I got it. I got yeah. it. I got it. I'll do it. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. I'm, I am. A, I am. We don't even need neutral. I am neutral yeah. on this. You know me. I'm completely objective yeah. about how you this just left goes. him out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His stats are 52 total tackles, 34 solo, nine and a half sacks, two fumble recoveries, six. Sorry, two fumble recoveries, three interceptions, uh, three pass defenses, no touchdowns. Interesting. And how many so, interceptions did Gardner have? Two. Two. Hmm. Interesting. But Woolen had six. That's impressive for a rookie. How many sacks did Woolen have? Yeah. Oh, let me see. I didn't. Uh, did he have any sacks? I, I don't. Let I don't see. think so. But let's just let's just double check, make sure. Oh no, no sacks for the year. Okay, no sacks. Well, if you okay. look that up, what about Gardner? Did he have any sacks? Uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> he had two interceptions. Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Brian. You're up. All right. So, who I think is going to win this award? I think is going to be Sauce Gardner. I think he's going to be your defensive rookie of the year. Um, who I want to see win is Aiden Hutchinson. Oh God. Sorry, sorry my bad. My right. is- John, you're up. Mine is Hutch for both. He's going <laughs> to win it, and he should win it. Okay. Same. Hutch for both. Okay. Who I think is going to win it probably is Hutchinson. After looking at these stats, who I want to win it is Woolen. I think Woolen, as a defensive uh, rookie quarterback, I think that's pretty impressive with six interceptions. He's uh, the Coastal Carolina of this group, and that's why you picked him. Whoa! Don't ever throw anybody in the Coastal Carolina group, okay? Unless you're 100 sure about it, okay? Uh, <laughs> but how but many did Diggs have last year? Seven, I thought. Interceptions. I thought, I thought seven interceptions. Double digits. Double digits. I thought it was more than that. I don't know. I'll have to look at it now. Uh, but even still, even comparing it to Diggs, I think I think six interceptions, even for a in a regular year for a cornerback, it's good, much less a rookie. So, uh, like I said, well, I'm just saying, where... Diggs had more and he didn't get it. Diggs had 11. Yeah. There you go. The leader this year has six, I think, maybe seven. So, yeah, it was a anyway. down year on, on yeah. interceptions, it seemed. You can't do anything about it unless you're the Chiefs. So, you can't hold anybody unless you're the Chiefs. Dang. <laughs> Here he goes. Wow, salty there. Something. You want some cheese yeah. with that wine? Uh, come on now. Come on now. Uh, all right, before we get into some more NFL news, because there's plenty more NFL news to talk about, uh, National Signing Day was also today. Mullins, did you see anything big today? Uh, actually, it wasn't a whole lot. Um, whole lot of movement and such. Nothing out of the ordinary. Um but officially, Bama does did end up with the number one recruiting class, of course, um, and it was the third highest in history. So, huh. but you know they claim the top every time. Uh, Georgia was second, Texas was third, um, LSU was fourth, and then uh, uh, Oklahoma or Ohio State and Oklahoma. A um, and M finished, I think, the thirteenth. Thirteenth, right? Uh, 12. That's what I no, saw. I'm sorry. Oh, 12. 12. Okay. Yeah. That's a great number for them. So I know, right? Okay. So uh, overall, I think AM did well. Um, and then, you know, typical Bama 
and Georgia at the top. Um, I'm a little surprised with Texas being third. That that kind of surprised me a little bit. Nah, not all that but, all that money they're throwing out there. I'm I was going to say they're obviously buying their their talent. Oh boy, let's not be a part yeah. of that group. Oh my bad, oh, my bad. Oh. Is that is that hey. what they said last year we, about us? I don't, I don't care what they said last year. year. Uh, I'm just I'm just throwing that out. I think A&M's going to have better production out of this class than they will the class they had last year. Probably so. It's not hard to do. And we talked about that. (laughs) We talked about that last year too. That you know, let's not go for numbers. Let's go for guys that are going to fit your system and are going to play hard and and want to play. And how many times does Texas get great players and they do squat with them? Oh yeah, every year, all the time. So I don't give a crap what they got. I think Archie Manning's throwing his college career away by going there. Uh, could be. Yeah. It'd be. It's very possible. We'll see. Yeah. It's, I think it's highly likely. I I have one quick question real fast, Mullins. How many yep. five stars did Texas sign, and how many did Oklahoma sign any five stars? Uh, Texas has four or five stars. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma has three. <laughs> um, okay. In comparison, Alabama has nine. Okay. I mean, A&M, um, get- A&M ended up with two. Two. Okay. I'm bringing that up because I'm. I looked at the National Signing Day information, uh, and just by five star breakdown by conference, the number one conference, obviously, of course, is the SEC with 21 five stars that they got signed. The next yeah. is the Big 12 with seven, which were signed by only Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. So in a couple of years, you move that to the SEC. That's 28 five star signed. So. SEC had 21, and the next yeah. highest was Big 12 with seven? Was seven. Yeah. Wow. The Pac-12 has five. The ACC has four. And I'm surprised by this last one. The Big 10 only has one five-star that is signed. Yeah. So did you just say that the Pac-12 – who's after the Pac-12, you said? The ACC. So Alabama had just as many as the Pac-12 and the ACC combined? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And the Big 10? <laughs> And the, the big 10. Yeah. And, yeah. and like what he just said, Oklahoma and Texas, when they move over, that'll be 28 for the SEC and zero for the big 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or big 10 or eight or whatever the hell they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's the uh, breakdown. I mean, it 21. Is its own sports like league, the SEC. Seriously. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it is. It's it's that way in baseball too right now. The SEC baseball. Oh my gosh. Schedule oh, is ridiculous. Is a gauntlet of just top ten teams. I mean, you so. should if you win the SEC title, you should, that that's, should almost count as a national championship. I don't disagree. In baseball, yes, for this year because it's it yeah. is just brutal, and the SEC West by itself is just brutal. So, man, if the if the Aggies play even just five hundred ball, uh in the sec west that alone should just is a miracle in itself because we play some nasty teams those first three late the first three uh conference games so and, not to mention we yeah, played louisville yeah that's going to be the problem really in in finishing the season is that the sec is just going to beat up on itself mm-hmm. it will so what but, iron sharpens iron right it does so yeah 21 sec five stars so and almost half of that is Bama. And then how many Bro, did Georgia sign? Five. Five. So that's 14. Two by AM. That's 16. That's, that's enough right there. Yeah, LSU so had two. LSU had two. Uh, Tennessee okay. had one. Yeah. And I think that's it. 
Oh no, SC, uh, South Carolina had one. Oh, interesting. I'd be curious to see how this all plays out. So, okay. Hey, just uh, out of curiosity, out of curiosity, where did Colorado finish in the recruiting? Just uh, interesting. You just asked that. Uh, they finished twenty-one, uh, and they had also two five stars. Really? Yeah. I'd be curious to know where they were before Dion took over and where they finished. <laughs> that I'm unsure, but probably a lot lower than that. Yeah. I'm sure right. those two five stars were not going there to begin with. Was I'm assuming for the Pac-12 with Dion's two, I'm assuming Oregon signed one or two, right? Can you can you see that, Mullins? Can you break it down Oregon, right for the, just the Pac-12? Um, Oregon had one five star and twenty four four stars. They actually did pretty well. They they were uh, ranked ninth. Okay, so that's three five stars. Who are the other five stars two? in in the Pac-12? Uh, should be two more, right? You said five. Oh yeah, USC. Oh yeah, it probably is USC. Oh yeah, USC is up here. Yeah, they had two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. And they finished eighth. Interesting. Interesting. Did y'all see that the Washington OC turned down Nick Saban? I did not, so, see, that. No, you I did not see, that? see that. The Washington That's Husky funny. OC turned him down, or either that he offered more money, one or the other, uh, to stay at University of Washington. But yeah, like he personally invited him to uh, Tuscaloosa and he sat down with Saban and he ended up turning him down. So, wow. I know, right? Very interesting. So, speaking of coaches, uh, Brian Cook, you have a brand new coach. Very excited. Yeah, you Very look excited. you look a little giddy right now. I, I am, lie. man. I'm pumped. I'm excited to have D'Amico, man. I, I am yeah. excited about that. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the uh, the rest of the coaching staff. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this. We'll we'll see what happens though. I mean, ultimately, it comes down to winning and losing. That's what it's ultimately going to come. But as of right now, this this was great. Okay. Are you it's hoping fantastic that fantastic that we 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 were the destination and choice and he could have gone to multiple places? Yeah. Uh, did he say anything at all? What was the deciding factor? I know because I know the Broncos, the tweet that John shared that the Broncos were they were pushing hard for him. Yeah, hour, trying to get him. Um, he said that the Texans was his dream job. Really? OK. Mm-hmm. And that's why he wanted to be here. OK. He wants to return the glory to Houston. And he's coming in at a good I mean, with all the picks you guys have. Like he's, yeah. it'll be his team. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting to see the stamp that he puts on the team um, for sure. And the accountability and everything he's going to bring the energy that he's going to bring. I mean, it's, it really, when you, they were comparing it here locally, like when Cully got signed or when Lovey got signed, you didn't, you had a few players who were like, Oh yay, You know, that's great. Let's see what we can do. It was, it was nothing compared to what even current players on the roster are saying about D'Amico Ryan's. They're all just like, man, this is the greatest signing. This is like a turning. It's being viewed as a huge turning point in the organization right now. I mean, a lot of people are saying this is like one of the third biggest moments in Texans history in a way. Um, this is it's, it's being viewed big time. I mean, D'Amico is a huge icon in this city as well. Mm-hmm. I forgot how young he was. He's only 38. And for being a former player and playing like, in, I mean, dang, there's plenty of people playing at 38 still. And he's been out of the league for what, six years now? So, or maybe one or maybe eight. I think it's six because I thought he said that he was four years as an assistant before he was a. Uh, the last two years as a defensive coordinator. 
yeah um but i'm looking forward to it looking forward to see what he's going to do I'm, I'm really anxious to see his uh press conference tomorrow i think it's interesting they're doing it at 359 because his number was 59 so they're doing it at 359 for the press conference tomorrow i'd be interested to see how he feels in his staff um it's it's on a on a personal note it's interesting to me i mean i don't know troy walters is like a great friend i know him i see him he knows who i am but it'd be interesting to see if he gets the oc job he seems to be getting a lot of momentum towards it. Um, I personally just put side things aside. I'd like to see the 49ers offensive coordinator or the passing game coordinator become the OC. If you get Troy Walters, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that as well, but I think it would be cool. I'm real interested to see how the how the DC settles out, who's going to be the defensive coordinator. I know he's going to have a heavy influence on the defense. It'll be interesting to see who he brings. Like John mentioned earlier, it's it's sounding a lot like he's really trying to poach a lot of people out of the 49ers organization on both sides of the ball, not just on offense or defense. It seems like he's really trying to poach a lot of people out of that 49ers organization. Do you want him to bring that 49er mentality? Is that what you or oh, I'd be excited about that? I mean, okay. the type of defense they run, I, I think it's great. It's a base four three for the most part, but it's it's a hybrid type system. It's it's mm. very his defensive scheme, I'm happy with that. The offensive side of the ball, I, I'd be happy with that. You have multiple players that are multiple, multiple dynamic type players, you know, running that type of thing. I, I would be okay with that. It's very interesting to see how, you know, he's going to run that type of offense. It sounds like they call it the, uh, what are they calling it here? The, uh, the Coop Shanahan type tree is what it sounds like the offense he's going to be running. Mm -hmm. And in that offense, they like to have multiple running backs now. So, I mean, the big talk is how's Damian Pierce going to fit into that? Um, who else are you going to get to bring in to be, you know, what else are you looking for the draft? The draft totally changes. We A lot of people are talking about now. And there's still a lot of talk about Derek Carr being the quarterback. Um, and if that happens, then the, the talk around town is that that second pick is no longer a quarterback and probably going to be uh, going to be Carter out of uh, uh, Georgia. Because, you know, a lot of people are comparing him to like the next type Chris Jones or they're saying, you know, he could be a – he plays every position on the defensive line. You could put him anywhere on there. And then that that second pick will probably be a wide receiver. Um, I've heard – I've seen anywhere from, um, you know, pairing up Bryce Young and Quentin Johnson with those two picks to Jalen Carter and, you know, whatever the best receiver is on the board at that pick as well. But, you know, it wouldn't surprise me necessarily that since they've committed six years to D'Amico and his forte is defense that if they're not just 1000% sold on one of those receivers, they may go defense that 12th pick also. So mm -hmm. I got a question for you on this. Uh, being that he's a defensive coach, defensive minded coach, um, historically offensive coaches tend to have the most success as a head coach. Mm -hmm. Does that not worry you? A little don't get me wrong, I would have, if it wasn't D'Amico Ryans and the way that he's been, you know, coming up through the ranks, I'd be a little more concerned. But the way he leads the team and the way he does things, I'm I'm okay with it this year with him. Um, I, If it would have been D'Amico Ryans, I would have preferred an offense of mine. But I'm, uh, with the type of offense that he's going to bring and the personnel that he's going to bring, one of the, the brief snippets that I saw he hasn't said too much because we're trying to save it for the press conference. But one of the things that he mentioned yesterday was that the rumors going around that he is wanting to make sure that on the offset of the offensive side of the ball, that they are doing that kind of Shanahan QBX 
offense, but he wants not just the OC, he wants the passing game coordinator and these other people to be in positions to replace the OC because he wants to make sure that the offensive side of the ball has enough success that that OC is considered for a head coaching job within two years and he has to replace them. So he wants so to he, make sure he has a lineage of player of of coaches who can be successful as OC, not just bring in this great OC and have a couple fill-ins here and there. He wants to make sure that every position is, and I'm not sure every coach wants that, but make sure that all the positions are high quality. And I think that's why he's trying to poach so much from the 49ers. I think he's there's a lot of people there who are who are who are seen in the coaching lineage that they next year or so are going to have shots at these positions. Do you uh how do I say this? Let's say D'Amico Ryans does have a very successful head coaching career or time in this first six years. Are you looking for uh are you looking for like a Tomlin type of timeline? You know, give him a good oh, that'd be 15 great. years that keeps as long as he keeps producing. Heck yeah. Okay. If he's producing, you let him stay here as long as he wants, man. I would love to see the Texans end up with a coach for 15 to 20 years. That would be that would be great. Okay. And if that happens, then that means that they're being successful. I mean, but McNair is pretty historically, other than the last two years, he's pretty patient with coaches. Kubiak was here for a long time. Um, and he was in Kubiak's head was on the chopping block a bunch, but he was he was very uh Patient with Kubiak, um, so I think I think D'Amico being a home you know hometown boy so to speak um, is going to it's going to have a lot of rain in a lot of time. I think this gives the Texans you know it's always been oh well the players on the field it's the players on the field or it's the coaches I mean you look at the Cully he sucks look at Lovey he sucks I think this gives them to like okay it's it's not the coach now you know now it has to focus on the players and the GM the GM is under a lot of fire. Casario is really taking some heat. And if things don't start turning around, Casario will be gone before D'Amico will. Mm. Okay. Okay. And the McNair's played a big role in this, from my understanding. And, and we're hearing a lot about Hannah McNair, um, Cal McNair's wife, apparently played a huge role in the um, recruiting of the head coaches and the interview process with the head coaches. Apparently, she played a huge role in all this as well. Interesting. Does she, does she have an official role with the team or the no, organization? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. I think she's just, I don't think she has an official um, position, but she is, she may be, you know, it may be husband and wife CEO type thing. I can't remember what it was, but I know that a lot in the last six months, not just this hiring process, but the last six months, she has been kind of being put out front of the organization as well. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, well, on that note, after the Namiko Ryan's signing, obviously Sean Payton saga finally got uh, handed and dealt with. Uh, what were the actual, the final decisions by the Broncos with their trade or their move, whatever it was? It was a first round this year, second round next year, and then they received in return, I think, a fourth round next year from the Saints. From the Saints. Okay. Yeah, Not as much as I expected. Yeah, nothing like what we were hearing, which makes me wonder if that was just a rumor spread by Denver to lower the or well, keep people away. Heard, I also heard that the Saints were also depending on who it was and what they had to offer, the price of poker was higher. Really? Yeah. I, I the rumor that I heard was that if they if if a team had greater assets, they were demanding greater in return. The rumor that's, I heard from the Texans was at minimum the two first round picks. Because that's what they had. Because that's what they had. 
and that immediately turned him off. I think that's two top 12 picks at that. Yeah. No way. No. I think that's a bit way. That's a, I mean, I guess it's a, maybe it's a smart way to leverage your, what you want from Sean Payton. But I figured anything you keep in, I don't say flat, that's not the word I want to use, but you would present in a sense roughly what you want with any team that wanted to talk to him. Yeah. So at least you get away with what you wanted. I think they almost approached it the way the Texans did with Deshaun Watson. It was like, okay, who wants to talk to him? And before you talk to him, this needs to be the parameters of what we're even going to discuss before you get into negotiations. I think they Mm -hmm. kind of went that approach. I find it, just like John said earlier, though, I find it completely fascinating that Sean Payton's going to go to this Broncos team and he has like no draft capital at all for like the next two years. Yeah. That's going to be hard. It will be hard. I don't know what is, I don't know what their, their cap uh space looks like for the broncos i have no idea outside of russell wilson i mean chubb is off the books now um you have he a wanted, lot of he also wanted 20 million a year right who did Peyton? Chubb? oh Peyton Peyton. wanted 20 million a year what i didn't hear anything about what they gave him as a contract yet either. i don't either yet i have no idea so but of course the nfl just came out with you know their new salary cap increase so and yeah. i don't know how that works with coaches, I'm assuming it, it goes to the team too, right? With coaches, mm-hmm. coaches, coaches don't count towards salary cap. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, okay, I thought the same thing too. All right, that only I didn't know for sure, but I thought that probably what it was. So, and back to the, I don't know one more thing about the Texans too. Apparently, the Texans mm-hmm. gave D'Amico a very large purse to go get his his uh, coordinators and coaches as well. That's good. Gave That's him good. A, gave him a, a really nice pool. Yeah, Houston's uh, number four on the cap space. So they they're pretty good. Okay. Denver's number fifteen. Okay. Cowboys are probably as the salary sit right now. Okay. Um, Dallas is twenty. Right now we're in the hole. <laughs> and I think the Texans are projected to be like the top cap space next year. This is mm. this is the twenty three season. But I'm talking about the twenty twenty four. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. The so Bears cap space have, wise for the next couple of years, they're they're in great shape. The Bears have. Uh, as much as two and bears are number one and they have as much cap space as two and three combined. Wow. They That's have crazy. 93 million in cap space right now. Good Lord. That's they a lot of money. Moves. That's a lot of money. What oh, do the Raiders fall in this? Just out of curiosity. I think they're like uh, Raiders are number 10? nine. Yeah. Okay. They have, but that's with cars contract, right? Right. So yeah. they can drop 35 million off of that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. This, this is based on, salaries as they sit right now um and mm-hmm. if it carries through to next season so if nothing changes this is what they're looking at obviously a lot changes how much space does the how much is the actual cap space that the broncos have they have 12 million 12 million in cap space yeah Oof. that's not as much as i thought it was that's i was thinking more at all. i was thinking more yeah good luck peyton yeah everyone's gonna be like oh peyton wilson peyton wilson look what he did for breeze but like he didn't have any weapons yeah and I heard that Breeze was going to be on the coaching staff. Really? Wow. Yeah, I heard he was going to be QB coach. Oh, man, he took my spot then. You weren't moving to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he, was, he was headed to Denver next year. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to get mile high. Oh. Wow. Uh, man. I didn't know that this is about the salary cap either. The salary cap is divided into three revenue streams. The league media revenue, NFL ventures, 
um, and postseason revenue and then local revenue. All that is taken into account and then divided equally among 32 teams. And from my understanding, the cap is projected to go up even more next year. I'm sure. It yeah. goes up every year. Yeah. Well, it dropped in COVID year, but oh, yeah. that's the only year recently that I think it dropped. So, Well, hopefully they'll expand the rosters and then they'll obviously have to expand the cap too. Yeah. So, all right, gentlemen, it's that time again. Time for final thoughts. Uh, did I miss anything before we get into final thoughts? Did we miss we cover everything? Yeah, your your favorite player, LeBron James, is within 100 points of the all-time. Oh, sweet. Oh, I'll bring that up in final thoughts. I think he's thoughts. at 89, I think. Is he? Thanks, John. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. That's what you right. want to know. I figured that. Let's keep the same order as our picks. So, Cook, John, Mullins, and myself. Let's get started. Uh, I'm excited about the pick, Houston. Great job. Uh, good signing. I would not have wanted to give up anything for Peyton, much less, you know, multiple first-round picks. Um, I'm excited that you got D'Amico. I think it's a, it's a bright spot. Let's go out and uh, support him and do what we need to do. It's, it's nice to hear also that um, just in the last 24 hours, we were talking about this on the radio today, that the season tickets have gone up by like 60% in the last 24 hours just for next season already. This, no more ten dollar a game tickets. No more ten dollar a game oh. tickets anymore. Tickets are starting to go back up. Twelve dollars. Yeah, probably. We'll see. But I'm excited about that. Um, I want to see a good. Um, I want to see a good week leading up next week to the Super Bowl. I want. I want to see some trash talk. I want to see some. We're not going to get it, but I would love to see it. I just want to hear some trash talk. Hear a little bit of. Come on. Some little bit of uh, between the players, not fans. We all know Philly's stupid. They're all going to be dumb. But, but I'd like to hear um, some sparring between the players. You know, um, I think it's going to be funny to see the Kelsey brothers. I'm sure they're going to do something that'll be entertaining. Looking forward to the Super Bowl for that. And then, man, it it gets rolling after that. Offseason's going to start. There's a lot of lot of things going on. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in in Las Vegas with Carr. Does Carr come to Houston? We'll see what happens with that. I would not necessarily be opposed to that. We'll see what happens. Um, baseball season, you guys keep talking about it's coming up. I'm I'm pumped to see what's going to happen with AM. and uh, I'm seriously wanting to make sure I make it down for at least a game this year, maybe two, um, and see them play. And, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. As far as the NBA, I could give two craps what LeBron's doing. Um, yeah, I hate he hadn't even said his name. It was a foul, Cook. He, he, he yelled. It was a foul. He prayed for it. He would call a foul on him. He's a baby. That was the worst. <laughs> yeah. Could you see, like, Michael Jordan or or uh, Bill Russell or, you know, any of those guys doing that? Yeah. It's crazy. No, you couldn't. No, they would. But but you know who else I could see doing that? Steph Curry. He whines all the time about fouls like that. I could see him doing it. <laughs> it's, anyway, nice I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh Okay, car. I mean, I I bet we know or at least have rumors. Something I bet we know before the Super Bowl. So we got about a, seven or eight days, to, uh, and I bet we're gonna kind of know. Either he's gonna get traded or he's gonna get cut. Um, Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, I, I think these are. I think you know. I know there was some complaining about calls and whatnot, but I think these are the two best teams uh, going at it here. So I, I'm excited for the game. We'll discuss our picks next week. Uh, I'm sure like Cook, our teams weren't that great this year. So we got Combine coming up. Excited about that. And we got the the um, free agency coming up. We have the NBA trade deadline is next Tuesday. So uh, the Spurs might be offloading a couple guys. 
So I'm just excited for all the like behind the scenes stuff right now in sports with basketball and football, since my teams uh, suck right now. So that's what I'm rooting for. Change. I'm rooting for change. Go ahead. Uh, Same here. Change. Uh, Cowboys have already started making some changes. Uh, Finally got rid of Kellen Moore. I'm very happy about that. I have not liked him since he took over. Uh, he 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 kind of loopy duped us. He uh, showed us some fancy stuff. It looked really cool, but in the end, it sucked. So I'm so glad he's gone. Um, and I really don't. I'm not even upset that McCarthy's going to be doing the play calling. You know, I, it couldn't be any worse. So. We'll see what happens. Um, and then in the draft, we had a good draft last year. Let's have another good one this year and uh, and then make it to the Super Bowl next year. Um, Aggie baseball is coming up. Cannot wait. I know we mention that every week, but we're getting super excited because it's going to be one hell of a year. Uh, Dallas Stars, uh, had a, they're on a three-game losing streak, uh, but they've got some time off now with uh, – uh, all-star game this weekend. So hopefully they don't play again in, or yeah, they don't play again until Monday. So get some rest. They got a couple of guys playing in the all-star game. So that'll be fun. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, happy for uh, Houston getting their new coach and now maybe they can get a new car to go along with that new coach. Oh, yeah. Cook, uh, <laughs> it only cost you the second. I'll just take the second. <laughs> no. You can have your two first. Just there. You have multiple seconds or just yeah. one? One second. We'll give you one of the multiple thirds we have. Nope. Seconds. <laughs> okay. They're, we'll they're going to get him for free. We're going to sign him as a free agent. He's going to get Ooh. dropped. Yeah, that's even better. I like that idea. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a- like John, I'm very excited about the off season. It's going to be uh interesting off season. Oh, well, that was a nice joke there at the end of stormy fronts. I was proud of you. That was good. Uh, I think, uh, so my final thoughts are this, uh, I think my complaints about the officiating in the chiefs Bengals game is legitimate. So I think there's plenty, uh, we can showcase that. Uh, if I have to, I'll investigate a little bit further, but, uh, like I said, it's good. Uh, I know y'all are all shaking your heads at me, so I know you're in agreement. That's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, to Super Bowl, you know, it's going to be interesting. It'd be a pretty good matchup. I'll to see uh, all the breakdown between that. Uh, it'd be interesting to see that offensive line of the Chiefs and the Eagles defensive line going at it. Uh, I know we talk big about Aggie baseball, and I do. It's deserved, I think, after last year. Uh, but Aggie basic basketball is doing well. Uh, I have to get kudos. I know we lost last night to Arkansas, but I do have to get kudos to the guys for the fight that they put up last night because they flew from College Station trying to get to Fayetteville, got diverted to Wichita, Kansas, ended up having to take a bus from there to Tulsa, Oklahoma, spent the night there, got there at midnight, spent the night there, got up at 8 o'clock in the morning for that bus to take them from there to Fayetteville to get there at 11 to play at 6 o'clock last night. Now, that's a whole lot of travel and a short amount of time to travel to play the game, but we were within four in the last four minutes of the ball game. Uh, I'm not saying that we, we would win with that extra rest, but I'm sure it'd probably be a different income, uh, different outcome. So kudos to the guys and buzz and those guys for doing that. I don't know if they're still stuck in Arkansas with all the weather. Hopefully not. Um, off season. Yes. There's plenty of things going on in the off season. 
for the Cowboys. Uh, we'll see what ends up going with that. I think Tony Pollard is probably the number one guy to resign, yes. and we'll see how that goes. Uh, hockey, I've got to watch more hockey. I, I have watched more hockey than I have in a long time, but I do want to walk, talk about it in a, an intelligent way, uh, not in my normal stumbling way that I talk about hockey. Uh, is it different from anything else? Oh, that's true. Good call. That's an excellent point, sir. I should practice with my grammar and my enunciation. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I do need to talk about it because I just can't stand the NBA this year. Uh, and on that note, uh, that's the end of my final thought. I do have one question. I'm going to leave it with this. I forgot to bring the show. One final question. There's talks about the Titans wearing retro Oilers uniforms. Should Blasphemy. I know. Should the Oilers history go back to the Tekken, Texans? Yes or no from everybody? Yes. Oilers go no. 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 Yes. I'm with Cook. We're, we're I think it should go back. It's okay. the Houston Oilers, not the Tennessee Oilers. Yes. But, but it was the Tennessee Texans Oilers. Texans have absolutely nothing to do with that franchise. So It was the Tennessee Oilers for a Only bit. because they're not allowed to. So. No. If they would have called themselves like the Houston Roughnecks or something like that, I might have been on board for that. But since they went with the Texans, yeah, you, no. You had, you had your chance to keep them, and they left for a reason. Yeah. So you blew it already, so you don't get the stats. Yep. <laughs> I'm just talking about the uniforms. I wasn't even talking about the stats. Yeah. I was talking about the uniforms, but okay. Yeah. You get stats. Okay. Okay.